the art and science of hacking our environment or modulating it to support our body is what biohacking is. Did you also know that this is a key element to becoming a radiant human through supporting our bodies to be as pure as possible? This is where deep eating radiance comes from an inside out approach to reduce inflammation, oxidative stress, and allow you to have powerful energy and the best sleep ever. Check out my top biohacking picks from supplements to EMF protective clothing, to water purification, air purification, blue light blocking glasses, detox options, and much, much more. Head on over to theschoolofradiance.com and check out my biohacking page. Enjoy today's episode right here on the School of Radiance podcast. Welcome to the Rachel Varga podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Varga, double board certified aesthetic nurse specialist since 2011 with over 20,000 rejuvenation procedures performed. I'm an international clinical trainer for other physicians and nurses as well, celebrity skin expert, having been featured on some of the world's top proactive aging podcasts and much, much more. Learn more at rachelvarga.ca and enjoy today's episode. Welcome, 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 everyone. Thank you so much for joining me here on the Rachel Varga podcast, where we discuss all things body, mind, spirit, energy, optimization for a higher level of radiance and beauty. And this isn't just for the ladies. We got 25% gents in the audience. Actually, right after this interview, I'm doing a consultation for a lovely gentleman, and I cannot wait to meet you. And in today's episode, we are going to connect with the fabulous Katie Moore to discuss all things pre and post pandemic style with our rather comical tips, tricks and journeys that we both experienced in what I like to call a little bit of a devolution of our high fashion to now functional fashion. (laughs) This is going to be a really great episode. Let me tell you a little bit about Katie Moore. She is actually the co-host. Katie and I co-host a really fun podcast called the Beauty and the Biohacker podcast. Be sure to also subscribe to that second show as well, where we kind of nerd out a little bit. The cool thing about Katie is she is actually a professionally trained journalist as well. And she is kind of a professional biohacker reviewer. She has an awesome YouTube channel. You can check her work out over at Katie Type A on YouTube. And she does not hold back. This is why I love Katie. This is why we both sleep very well at night because we love to share with you some of the best innovations, technologies, and options to support ourselves on our journeys towards being our most wonderful, fabulous, brightest, and radiant versions as we possibly as we possibly can. Welcome, Katie. It's great to have you on the show. How are you today? Hello, gorgeous. I absolutely love the silk. It is so becoming It's, it's not you. silk. It's silver. Okay. Silver that looks like silk. I, it is so it feels chic. Just like silk. It's, it's like the new Juicy Couture. You know, it's 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 a whole pantsuit, too. I don't know if your audience knows, but it is quite fabulous. Um, I look like I, I'm ready for space. Yes, you do. <laughs> I know you have your ticket to Mars. I'm so excited for you. I hope Gabe is coming. Although I know he only had, they, uh, Elon only had uh, passage for one. Just so. had a couple, yeah. So. Yeah. Um, but I'm doing well. I, uh, I decided to, you know, put on something that I, I just got from the thrift store. It is literally like one of my favorite designers James Purse and I got it I mean this thing would have been like $200 I got it for like 15 at a at, at like this very adorable little thrift shop and I was like well this is kind of the state of fashion I'm in right now I I love like high end designers but I don't love the price because truth be told in the last few years I've spent all my money on gadgets <laughs> So it's like you try to keep room, you you, you try to space out your budget a little bit, you know, and, and so I'm so excited to talk about all things fashion pre and post pandemic and everything in between because oh my god, my fashion has gone through quite the changes over the last few years it's usually consists of like a bathrobe pretty much like I'm always (laughs) in my bathrobe and then the other day like my neighbor was like do you have clothes and I was like oh yeah I guess you always see me in this <laughs> that's adorable oh and yeah we're really upsetting <laughs> 
<laughs> so for everybody tuning in, warm welcome. Katie and I, we have some really fun energy that I'm sure you are already picking up on. And this is a session two of the Rachel Varga Finishing School, where I take you through my personal journey of this recent devolution of fashion that I have found myself in. Mm-hmm. And so lesson lesson one is kind of fun. It's all about talking about receiving compliments and knowing your worth. And, and we have to really understand that we are worthy we are all wonderfully and beautifully connected created all this this awesomeness and so we have to remember that that we are valuable and we are here for probably a reason and i'm really proud of each and every one of you for joining us here on the show here today so this is session two talking about our style with some rather comical tips and tricks and (laughs) For any of you who are new here, before the pandemic, I was literally on track for being on shows like Dr. Oz and all these things. I was I had actually been doing a lot of media trainings and uh, was in New York, like pretty much right before everything closed down in Toronto. And I teach a lot all over the place for fellow aesthetic doctors and nurses. Just did an awesome consult for a nurse practitioner in the U.S. Elizabeth, can't wait to help you become kind of this next generation of functional aesthetic providers to really help our clients just age and possibly well from the inside out. It's not just showing up to a practitioner. You got to do the work and we're going to help you get there on the show. So I would show up to these uh, media or summit interviews. I'd get all mic'd up. I'd be wearing like this fabulous like Australian designer dress and all of that. And, you know, I would do presentations on stage. I'd be rocking these amazing jumpsuits, have my hair all fabulous, nice, nice footwear, because people would see the whole thing, right? Lots of videos, Mm -hmm. lots of pictures. You got to look the part. And I loved that. So basically, it's like corporate meets like high fashion attire. And I definitely have some trips, some tricks, some trips, some tricks for how you can uh, really look amazing and classic and very fashionable and timeless on a budget. And when you talked about thrift shopping, I have a secret to confess. I absolutely Mm. love designer. One of my favorite designers is Prada. So they make amazing dresses that fit my body type really well. Great pants, beautiful tops, button up tops that are literally timeless. But I don't like the high fashion price tag. So I have a secret website that I'm finally going to share with each and every one of you. Oh and my it's God. called the what real therealreal.com. So Oh, I was just on that designer. the other day. Yes, I was I literally found that by happenstance the other day. You're on that? I didn't know. Oh heck yeah. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. Okay, well, yes, this is legit the best. Like it's my best I was, style secret. Oh, bravo. That's amazing. So guess what? I picked up some Prada beautiful dress pants because I've been rocking the joggers. I'm like, oh my gosh, like just look at business on top for real. That that Mm. is a true thing in my life. Mm -hmm. I was like, I need to get like some better pants, but they're kind of hard to buy. But I know that this particular brand really suits me. And I legitimately got a beautiful pair of black trousers and white trousers Prada for like $40. I got some Manolo Blahnik strappy sandals for $40. And, and these like, are beautiful you're sure they're real. You're sure like oh, yeah. how do you Yeah, definitely. How do you they know? Authentic- how they do you authenticate know? everything. You can tell by the quality. Yeah, mm. it's it's pretty amazing. And then you can also see on their website the um sort of like where it is on the spectrum of like well-worn or like pristine and even when they have like in the middle range it still looks pretty much brand new and then what you can do is you can take those um you know secondhand pieces also there's a huge environmental layer to this of not buying fast fashion fast fashion is not good because it's only going to last a season and it pretty Mm -hmm. much is like you'll end up spending maybe even a little bit more for a brand new fast fashion piece than something yeah. that's been really well made. It's already been worn a couple of times by somebody and for whatever reason they wanted to get rid of it. And then you can pick it up for like 75% off. I kid you not. It's just bonkers. So that is my best kept fashion secret is to buy consignment designer. That's never going to go out of style and stay away from the patterns. 
Yes. I, I have a very, you know, similar kind of mindset. Uh, when I lived in New York and was working as a journalist, I, I was the same exact way, Rachel, like first day to my corporate job, I am decked out like in a three piece pantsuit, like, well, cause I was also young and I did. And you know, you want to dress the part because you're like, well, all these other people are so much more experienced than me. And I'm the kind of this new kid on the block. So I have to show up and look good. Also, when you look good, you feel good. Blah, blah, blah. We all know that. And so, you know, I, but I also was like a man on the street reporter. So literally like summer hits, I'm running up and down from Midtown to Brooklyn to Queens, like doing this reporting. It is hot as hell. And I was sweating through all my clothes. So my trick was to always carry a second shirt in my backpack or, you know, like a big purse I would carry, like put it in a Ziploc bag, make sure it doesn't get sweaty. And then when you got to your event, like just throw that on in the bathroom and then walk out and you look chic, right? Always have a comfortable pair of shoes too. Like I used to car carry ballet flats with me and run around in those, which are terrible for your feet. But like, then I would switch into my heels because there was no way I was going to be able to run up and down New York in heels throughout the summer. Like it was just insane. So it plan ahead is my big takeaway. If you know, you're going to potentially sweat through your clothes, have a backup. And then uh, now like fast forward a couple of years later, as I, you know, I still am on camera and I like, I like pretty clothes. Like my mom used to dress me up in like the most adorable outfits. I was the firstborn daughter. And my, it was like my mom's dream to like put me in these like adorable sailor outfits. And so I, you know, I got a, a knack for fashion as a baby. And so I love, I love to wear some stuff that like feels good and fits. So now my, my biggest thing is like, look for consignment. Um, I ha happen to live in a Mecca of like amazing, like kind of nice tailored high fashion. Like I love page jeans. They fit me really well. So do AG jeans. As I said, James purse is great. Like find things that like are in your sort of like like the fit you really like snug and aren't um just sometimes i i mean i don't i definitely don't like seek out designers for the the sake of designers i look for things that are well fit and and tailored to me so that's you know i always look for those at places like nordstrom rack or small little boutique consignment stores sometimes you can just find an amazing deal the other thing too is when you're shopping always look for like the season ahead so if you're shopping in like the winter time most people are looking for jackets and warmer layers that's when you should be looking for the really cute like strapless dresses and like you could find amazing deals if you're shopping if you're planning ahead again it all comes back to planning ahead like shop the season that's coming up rather than the seasons that's already here. 100%. And I, that's actually how I was able to score those 75% off deals on like these pristine mm -hmm. Prada pieces and the Manolo Blahniks for like a steal. I can't believe I picked those up, those types of pieces for under $50. So that's one of my best kept style secrets. So what you could do is you could even just go into the boutique stores, try things on, see what brands fit you really well, and then go try and find it on real real. And then you're literally recycling. That's actually how I get all my cashmere as well. I actually find it at um, local uh, secondhand stores where I live too, because I love the feeling of well-made products just as much as I love the feeling of well-made and well-formulated and results-driven skincare. But yeah. unfortunately, you can't buy used thermal rollers. You can't buy used moisturizers. <laughs> Doesn't work that way. So, you know, splurge on that kind of stuff and then yeah. treat yourself, but be really smart with how you're purchasing. Because I'm all about being a smarter, more conscious consumer. So that's how I add that into my wheelhouse and look fabulous on a budget actually was spending less than going for like some brand new fast fashion pieces. Another really cool tip is I actually have a girlfriend who uh, previously worked in the clothing world. So she has all mm. these contacts with um, friends who get all these sample pieces. So really nice brands of jackets are like Macage and so you and Kaya. I'm probably saying that wrong, but these are like a couple hundred dollars to like a thousand dollar type coats. And with these sample sales, you can actually get them for like 
$200. I kid you not. As long as you know your size, you can get really smart. And these pieces will literally last you for a long time and um, are very classic, very affluent, classy, sophisticated looking pieces. So that's kind of where I have been pre 2020. <laughs> and that's fast forward to the pandemic and all all hell broke loose, I I suppose. Oh, 100%. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I just like, I think it was always like, there had been a part of me that was like, I would love to wear athleisure all day. And then it happened. And then I got <laughs> sick of it, right? <laughs> like you can, oh, you have your cake and then you start eating all this cake. And then you're like, all right, I kind of, I feel like kind of gross. And I just want to put a pair of jeans on. And then you put the jeans on and you're like, Oh, okay. This, I haven't felt this way. These are tight. Like, this is weird. Like, I don't, I, where, you know, it's like it, it was so funny. Like, the first year of the pandemic, I don't think I ever got out of my sweatpants, like maybe twice. That was it. And I loved it. Did you, did you have a great time, like just hanging out in sweats or were you still dressing up at home? Business on top. Ah! 100%. And you know, what's really funny in true biohacking fashion, I would have like, well, I usually would wear things like dresses so Mm -hmm. that my legs are exposed. And then I'd throw my red light on underneath my desk Mm. and get my red light therapy on my legs while I worked. That's when I knew I figured it out. That's amazing. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I will never forget. I mean, we had moved to Hawaii for a year. And so the temperatures there, oh gosh, like you had no choice but to wear, you know, t-shirts, tank tops and shorts pretty much 24-7 with dresses as well. So I, I'll never forget Jasper had a very important like uh, presentation he had to do for, uh, you know, and he works in corporate and he had like a three-piece button suit on top and he was wearing shorts on the bottom. And it was the funniest thing. Like I walked around and I'm like, what are you doing? And no one knew. It was like, just, it was hilarious. Cause it was so hot. You could, we couldn't be in like also slacks and like nice shoes and no one knew it was all because it was all, you know, presentation on zoom so yeah there are tricks around it for sure i feel like a lot of people have done that during the pandemic um i i personally have found that my footwear has changed a lot too right like i i would occasionally wear heels or wedges or some you know very cute shoes and now i am all about comfort i've made the switch over to like the the barefoot shoes when i go walking outside um i'm almost always barefoot in my house or I have like house slippers on. And I feel like that's been so healthy for my walking as well. Um, Just not putting all that wear and tear with terrible shoes. Oh gosh, that's been a lifesaver. So thanks. Uh, Thanks for that pandemic, I guess. (laughs) Yeah. And I'm sure we've all seen on social media what happens when people are business on top and not so much down below and mm-hmm. they forget their cameras on and then they go walk get up and walk and they're giving a show to just about everybody so <laughs> little trick is always make sure that you have this little covering mm. thing over your cameras so that you don't inadvertently give people a free show not to mention free privacy as well oh my gosh wait people have done that i i those videos go viral. It's hilarious. Oh, it's so <laughs> and everyone in the Zoom room is like, oh, I can't even. They're trying to like call them, but their phone's on silent because they're on a like a work call. Oh my gosh. There's been pure comedy around <sighs> the business rough. on top situation. Yeah, that's rough. That's rough. Um, no, I, I, that doesn't usually happen. It hasn't happened to me yet. Um, no. Although I have to say one of the strangest phases that I think I've ever experienced during the pandemic was um, cutting my fiance's hair. So I don't know. I mean, gosh, it feels like I started ages. cutting Gabe's hair too. Yeah. Yeah. It feels no. like ages ago that we went through this, but all salons were shut for like six months and Neither one of us could get haircuts. So my mother-in-law would come in and cut my bangs and try to cut my hair. And it was, it, 
it you know it worked for a while uh but there my my roots started growing in because I had just like colored my hair and I was like oh this is terrible and then my fiance's hair was getting to be a mullet and I was like honey I got to do something about this and he's like and then one day he just gave in and I was cutting it and he's like oh no oh no this is a bad idea because the last time I ever, ever cut anybody's hair was like my Barbie circa 1995. And so I didn't know what I was doing. And I was just like, I think this is right. And then he's he's like, it was it was a disaster. Um, so, yeah, so we are we're happy the salons are back open because that's that is no longer happening in this household anymore. <laughs> Do you guys remember the frosted tip phase in oh yes how could i not the yesteryears yeah. thank yes. you backstreet boys i actually would do a lot of my guy friends hair growing up and like do their frosted tips and like cut stuff and and um cut stuff cut their hair um and then gabriel <laughs> was like i can't really do the back so he actually got really good at like trimming the sides and then i would mm. have to finesse the back but let me tell you there were a number of times when we would go to the markets and he would have <laughs> he just shaved a little too close to the scalp at a couple of spots it was really funny i'm like sweetie just like let me oh. fix that he's actually like i don't know how the heck he does it he like literally yeah. can get the back literally can get the back of his head quite well so that is a skill do you remember the memes on social media of all these girls like their fake nails growing out like their lashes mm -hmm. looking super sparse and the blondes where were the blondes going to go were they going yeah. to completely disappear off the face of the planet it was really funny <laughs> yeah yeah no oh gosh I remember the nails thing that was that was absolutely crazy I mean I just sort of let my nails go at that point I was just like I stopped wearing uh, nail polish a long time ago because yeah. the toxic exposure and I really encourage my clients to do so too just keep short my nails grow like freaking weeds with all the amazing mm -hmm. supplements i'm on for hair skin and nails and they don't crack they don't peel but when you paint them you literally are inhaling fumes not to mention when you go into the the salons and you're there with 20 30 other people with the dremels and the dust kicking mm -hmm. up like before the pandemic they were all wearing masks and you weren't and yeah. just I always knew that that was a really toxic place to go. So I'd always encourage my clients to go into a place where it's more like maybe only like you and the mm -hmm. uh, provider, maybe like one other person, but not the like toxic cesspools in the mall. I, um, what, one of my first appointments back to see a, a nail practitioner was outside. It was like a beautiful warm day. She had, it was just me and her. She had everything set up outside. I mean, I apologized profusely because my nails had not been touched in like six months. And I was like, I don't know what's happening with these things, but I apologize. And I gave her like the best tip ever. But uh, it was actually like a really nice, I was like, why don't we have more outside salons? Like, this is such a better way to like, aerate the space rather than having it all in your face when you're sitting down there for like an hour so yeah i and, and same with hair salons too you know there's so much of those like toxic fumes that i end up getting a headache when i leave sometimes and it's just i would prefer having it outside if we could make that work so i've it's been interesting to see some of the you know regular like places that we've gone to for you know, different aesthetic treatments, like starting to incorporate outdoor spaces or even doing parts of the, um, you know, kind of doing parts of the treatment outside. I thought that was really creative. So we'll see if that continues. Yeah, but I've, I completely don't use nail polish on my nails mm. or toes. They're always super tidy, but because I like to be outside a lot and go barefoot, you got to worry about like the grime kind of getting in there mm. and stuff like that. So actually those complexion renewal pads that I know that you oh, love. Yeah, Katie, I love those. They're, there's like these little pads that I sell that have alpha hydroxy and beta hydroxy. Great for exfoliating, brightening the skin when maybe you don't want to use your scrub, uh, but I also will use them in my nail beds all the time. So it it actually, because the pad's just a bit scrubby, it will keep your cuticles down and mm. keep everything nicely exfoliated and smoothed in your nail bed. And also for the toes, it's really great for getting like dirt or sand out of there also. Oh my gosh, um, that is yeah, such it's a great tip. I love yeah, that. Great way great to save some money. Amazing. 
Yeah, because I use it on my face and then like I usually use one side of it. And then if you flip it around, you can use the second. Oh, my gosh. You are all about getting the most bang for your buck, aren't you? <laughs> I love it. And and how we can kind of like multi-purpose things, right? Yeah. So for, say, for example, like your moisturizer, you don't necessarily need a separate daytime or nighttime moisturizer. Mm-hmm. Just get one that's going to be able to do both. Use a cleanser that will take off your makeup and also pH balance the mm-hmm. skin. So you don't even need a toner or makeup remover or a separate cleanser. It's just all in one. So I'm a huge fan of that. It's all about being that more conscious consumer. Yeah. So when we're reviewing our personal journeys of style from pre-2020 to now, it's been really fascinating. And I'm sure so many of you tuning in here are just like, yep, you're speaking my language. What's going on? And (laughs) the reason I'm talking about this in the Rachel Varga Finishing School is because I think it's really easy. And we see this with moms when they have kids, you kind of get in a little bit of a style rut. Mm -hmm. And as men and women, we want to look our best. We want to feel attractive. We want to look hot. We want to be sexy, right? And, you know, rocking the jogger pants all the time, you know, business on top, not so much on the the below part. Um, and, you know, not wearing great footwear. Like the other day, I rocked a really nice, like high-waisted black skirt with like a cute white knitted sweater and some really beautiful, again, secondhand Stuart Weiserman um, suede over the knee wedge boots and so beautiful like these kind of boots like I've had two pairs of them like a chunky heel and also a wedge from the specific brand because they fit really nicely if you have like kind of smaller ankles and calves and they're going strong like six years later and they were already secondhand so get out of this like buy stuff seasonally, just have really nice pieces that will serve you for a long time. And he's like, wow, you look great. Um, And I like intentionally dressed a little bit more feminine than like Mm -hmm. the jogger pants and like a nice coat and like runners and stuff like that. And he noticed and it made me feel like, yes, perfect. Like getting more in that feminine feeling and looking like beautiful and attractive is really Mm -hmm. important because we kind of forget that. What do you think? Oh, yeah, totally. I mean, and I'm lovely to devil's advocate here, too, because I think they're ha- like one of the best things that's kind of come out of um, sort of like this sort of pandemic style thing is that like we were so obs- like I think society was so obsessed with fashion and and marketing for all of these different designers. And I think it was just like it had become just so part of our paradigm of like, we need more, we need the newest styles. Like everything was about buy, buy, buy. Right. And, and then judging other people for their looks and all these, like, like all these style magazines and stuff. And I think when we sort of leveled the playing field, we realized like the celebrities are not that different from us. And that, you know, even these corporate giants, like, or they're literally paid actors in more ways than one. Sorry, I had to. Yes, exactly. And so I think it was like we all sort of went through this shift together, which I think was really humbling. And I actually appreciate that so much because I I think you can get like caught up in the whole fashion scene and trying to look, you know, a certain way. And that's fine. But like at the same time, I think, you know, we we all kind of just needed to get like a like sort of a snap back to judgment and or like to our own senses and really understand like fashion is important but like it shouldn't take up all of our time and energy and space like i i think now my relationship to fashion is so much better because i when i put on a good pair of jeans and i go out and i feel good like it it sort of like makes it more valuable for me it like ups the ante for me you know because it is a a change from what i used to do but you know, when I, every day I was in corporate world, like I was so tired of wearing all of these, like, you know, tight fitting, like, you know, corset kind of clothes, not that I ever wore corsets, but you know what I mean? Like you just, you sort of get used to like always having to quote unquote dress up. And so to have gone through a period of dressing down now, I'm like, okay, I like to bring back some more stylish apparel. And I don't know. I, I, I think that's how a lot of people feel. Maybe I'm 
crazy, but that's, that's certainly how, what I've taken away from all of this is like, it's nice to start to incorporate it back bits and bits. Yeah, absolutely. Especially we're moving into the spring, summer, spring Mm -hmm. equinox is just around the corner. Spring skin camp is starting just after the spring equinox. So uh, stay tuned for register. Actually registrations open for spring skin camp at springskincamp.com and winter skin camp. We're about halfway through. So you can either jump in at winterskincamp.com as well and join the fun, join the community. There's an incredible group of women that um, are there. Literally uh, if you're listening to the podcast here and you're like, I really am just craving more community of like-minded individuals join the skin camp because that's where we're all hanging out. And then you get to know each other, see each other's names, reach out. I've literally had a number of clients become friends from connecting in skin camp. So the group we have in winter skin camp right now is pretty epic and spring skin camp is starting. And I'm going to be really placing a pretty big emphasis on style and how we can really look and feel our best, not just skin, but like the rest of the whole package as well. Gabe's like, you should do a course on like, how to kind of be like Rachel Varga. I'm like, well, that's like really vain. I'm definitely not going to be doing that. So we're doing the Rachel Varga finishing school. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> on the show here. Cause that's not really my style. You should yeah. want to emulate anybody else. You should be you and celebrate your uniqueness as you were <laughs> making fun of me earlier. <laughs> okay. Well, that's Rachel, I, word. I never make fun of you. It is all in jest and good fun. I just, I, okay. So listeners, we, we were supposed to do this yesterday and we met, you know, over the phone and, uh, and then Rachel is in the same exact outfit that she also tells me she slept in. And I'm like, Rachel, like, have you ever taken this outfit off? And then this is what she proceeds to do. She actually zipped this entire thing up and I took a screenshot. She didn't hear anything I said. So I'm so glad for that. <laughs> oh, she can't hear me. I heard you. <laughs> so, so then she pulls this alien move and I'm like, okay, okay, Rachel. So, so Tell this everyone is- what I'm doing. So she's zipping up all the way to protect herself from EMFs. Um, But I also noticed that, like, she's still the most attractive woman in America, even with a bag over her head. Like, I don't know how this is possible. She looks sort of like an alien creature and yet really, really, like, chic. So, yeah, this, Rachel, uh, can you hear me under that? Uh, Can you breathe? Are you, are you, is there life under there? Uh, <laughs> okay so i guess this is now a solo episode <laughs> so rachel this is um this is no choice apparel right so we're gonna unzip we're gonna reveal the face oh my god there she is so this is this is the no choice uh silver apparel right i'm really gonna regret that um public scene there for a long time just, oh no yeah no i've already made you look super memes. weird you <laughs> look super weird with these hoodies zipped up but it's kind of awesome like i have a number of clients that actually were wearing um these articles and I, by the way in the description of the episode i have some affiliate links and promo codes for you guys to use and save some money and continue to help to support the free content on this channel but i bought this stuff myself to test it out with my electro smog reader oh yeah we so, and we actually tested it before the show and it you we saw it go green which is really cool oh god that's the sound of radiation my that's beautiful not really my laptop is kicking off as much emfs as my router and now get this i put it under my no toast hoodie it's gone it works that is the worst asmr i've ever heard in my life no, stop. Okay, turn it off. Rachel, Rachel, I'm going to mute your mic. <laughs> no, but this stuff works and I wanted to test it because there's That's a lot so cool. of EMF blocking like gadgets out there that claim to create a more coherent field in your home. Yeah, some of that stuff works. Mm-hmm. But the clothing, I think, is a super great way to be able to manage working on our devices at home and like be comfortable and be protected, like protect your organs, get better blood flow. And literally, so that's my best moment of the whole pandemic style is wearing EMF fashion. I have upgraded from silk 
to silver and i'm sure i could saw this somehow like melt it down or whatever if i ever needed to but all jokes aside on on the on the uh blockchain (laughs) this is functional fashion functional yes yes it is functional fashion right and so i can work on my computer and feel awesome and katie's like do you actually notice the difference from this stuff i'm like heck yes i sleep better hello my sleep scores can we just talk about that how my sleep okay is no no days? you should just shut this down okay i asked i stupidly asked rachel i was like okay so you're sleeping in this too what's your sleep score like 100 percent. and i was like i don't believe you but yeah, yeah. legit 100 i've never hit that my i've sleep. only hit 99s i don't understand what, what how ridiculous ridiculous so this is not a competition it's it's i i but i am buying that like right now so thank you for that for that link i'm except rachel stop promoting it so much because literally like you're gonna sell up the whole store and I, there's gonna be none for me <laughs> well well here's the deal i mean i'm gonna be completely honest with you that 100 sleep score was actually the first night i slept in the lambs which is like a thicker black mm. material the lambs brand um that affiliate link and there's promo code in the description of this episode below uh so i slept in their cheeky briefs which actually their underwear fits really nicely and their long sleeve it's kind of like a thermal shirt Mm. And I had a hundred percent sleep score that night. So it's like when we're doing all this cool biohacking stuff, we want to make sure it works. So that's where Katie and I come in because we investigate it and test it out yeah. for you so that you don't end up spending thousands on something that you're just not quite sure. So that's why, you know, we don't take your trust lightly. I really value each and every one of you for taking this crazy wild of a ride last few years with me. And (laughs) I've loved every single moment of it. I've loved every single one of you that I've had the chance of meeting. And so there's like some nuances between the brands, to be completely honest. Um, Mm -hmm. Lambs is like a little bit thicker. uh, No Mm -hmm. Trace is a little bit thinner. And um, they both work at lowering the levels on the electro smog reader. There is one that does a, a little bit more than the other. And I will um, relay that in if you take my skin camp and book a one-on-one with me. Oh, shiz. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I mean, I, it's so crazy because like a couple of years ago, there was nothing in the way of like EMF protective clothing other than like, like I remember my... <laughs> One of my, my, my father-in-law was wearing like what almost looked like a sequin mesh shirt that was like straight out of the eighties. And it was the most hideous looking shirt I'd ever seen. I hope he's not listening to this, but, uh, it was God awful. And I was like, is that what we have to wear to protect ourselves from EMFs? Like, I'm not doing it. And now I look at Miss Juicy Couture over here, just like freaking rocking this adorable jumpsuit. Yes, please show us the jumpsuit. It is so cute. I like, got the pants I, too. I Dude, love it. So it's so really, comfy. It I looks can't, good. This yeah. is not sponsored. This should totally be a sponsored episode. It, it, You're welcome. Sponsored, but I but also like thumbs up everybody in the comments below if you think Rachel should also be on the EMF on the no choice website because i already looked there and i was like they they need rachel because she is just like she looks so good in their clothing and i just feel like you know why not why not put you there <laughs> but anyway um the let me preface was- this that this is homeware this i was gonna that is exactly loungewear I you was might, ask if you go grocery shopping in that or no. Haven't done that yet. You know what? I've been tempted though to go into the market and zip up my hoodie totally all could. the way and see what people say. Because I won't be embarrassed because nobody can see my face. Right? That's true. That's Jokes true. on them. Right? Oh my God. Can you see? <laughs> okay, but can you Yeah, see you can see it? through it. Yeah. So what I was oh. saying is a lot of my clients, they'll wear the stuff like when they fly mm. and you just, on an airplane you're literally getting everybody from timbuktu's bluetooth and radiation to your ovaries and your skin but i also have a i'd like to postulate something here on the show Mm. because a lot of you are very highly discerning and love the science and all of that cool stuff um people have been using silver for a very long time especially in the form of colloidal silver for Mm -hmm. different properties now 
We can't make health claims on the show here. This is not medical information. It's educational information only. But people have been taking Clodo Silver for a long time. I have to kind of like say that word really quickly. So it doesn't get like mm. here on, on yes. the tube. Yes. Yeah. From, from, yeah. I'm so done on the social media so i deleted my instagram last week and never we need to talk about that at some point too okay go on sorry continue so anyways they're wearing these digs to protect themselves Uh, i'm a huge fan of actually the no choice blankets as well so if you don't want to like walk around your house looking like an astronaut or like someone from star trek you can at least maybe use the blanket so that you're getting that reprieve Mm -hmm. from emfs when you're sleeping and their blankets are beautiful like the silk it, it like the silver threads feel like silk on the skin. And anyways, what I was getting at is um, air, debris, particles, when they land on your skin, uh, it actually creates oxidative stress and inflammation and inflammaging on the tissues. There's actually uh, research studies done in oriental countries where they have higher rates of pollution and people have higher rates of acne, sensitive skin, uh, redness, hypersensitivity, and also hyperpigmentation. So I postulate that actually having silver contacting the skin regularly will reduce the likelihood of inflammation on the skin on the body. I should totally do a paper on this because I'm doing a paper right now on EMFs in the skin and blood flow to things like the brain and your ovaries for hormones and things like that. There's over 20 years of research on this stuff. Like we're no longer the tinfoil hatters. We are the silver wearers. Oh, oh my Bravo, Rachel. God, I I just I like round of applause. First of all, that paper. Yes, please, please write that paper because I'm super interested in it. Second, what would happen if I got the blanket and then my new baby puppy Kona ate it up? That would be a problem, right? That'd be an expensive mistake. <laughs> That's what I have to think about. So yeah. I know, like, it's, it's, that's, we just got a, a adorable cavapoo puppy, the love of my life. But my gosh, like, we got a beautiful blanket. He's been chewing it up. And I'm now, I'm like, if I bring another blanket that's that expensive into my house, like, maybe it would be great for EMFs, but it would not be good for my budget. Like, it's gonna, he's gonna destroy it. And I, I don't know what the implications are of dogs eating silver, which it sounds terrible too. But I also envision like covering. Actually, it might kind of be good for them. Yeah, I'm also thinking like, I (laughs) I have no idea. Okay, so here's where my head's at. Uh, As a new dog owner, all of a sudden, like, I didn't think this was going to happen to me. But now everything is like, oh my gosh, how do I protect the dog's sleep? How do I protect the dog from EMFs? I'm thinking about EMF protective clothing for my dog. I'm thinking of like getting an eight sleep for my dog, like to regulate his temperature at night. Like I'm losing my mind, people. Like this is, it, it happened overnight. But I'm I'm curious, like, I don't know anything about pets and their sensitivity to EMFs. Do you? I should look into this. Or you can tell me. I just don't know. Well, the thing about EMFs, um, this is also, guys, why I'm really transitioning off of these social platforms to audio only so that I can be a little bit more open with this kind of content. Um, because probably nobody's going to see this episode on the tube because of certain things that we're talking about. But it's important for you to know. So what EMFs do is they mess with your ability for your red blood cells to function properly. If you ever have thought about like an inner tube, like going down the river, whatever, a pool, all these inner tubes, and they kind of bump off one another and everything's all good. So that's like representative of your red blood cells carrying oxygen to all of your body, like your skin and your tissues. Your skin's the largest organ of your body. And so we need good perfusion to the tissues and organs and brain. So yeah, I feel for awesome wearing this stuff all the, t- all the day all the, all the time and uh, when we are exposed to a lot of electromagnetics what happens is those inner tubes begin to like stack on one another or we can think of those bracelets that we used to wear that were like candies that you would bite and they were um, circular uh, mm-hmm. your ba- your red blood cells will essentially start to like stick together and form these long chains and like clump up so that's going to mess with your perfusion of your blood and oxygenation and taking toxins away and carrying in nutrients so this isn't like tinfoil hat stuff by the way one of my client consoles right before this with fabulous elizabeth i found tin in one of her moisturizers i kid you not 
tin as an ingredient. This is why y'all need to work with me. Have me review what you're using so that we can keep you as pure as possible. Anyways, after this call, back- you got to tell me what that that moisturizer was. It was like some white label from an influencer. Mm. Yeah. White oh, label, oh, shocking, private shocking. label. Shocking. Yeah. Shocking. Right. That's why I'm warning you guys all. Okay, so wait, tell me what it's so influence it... you. Not always in a good way. No. I it's so, okay, so the pets, I guess, would have a very similar reactivity to humans then. So it what would However, be good? Yeah. There is a portion of the population that are more sensitive than others. Uh, I think it's like WHO website had published like 10 years ago that like 15% of the population was electromagnetically hypersensitive. Hello, you're looking at one of them. I would postulate that there's a higher number of people who are more electromagnetically hypersensitive because we're exposed to so much more in actually really high levels now. Mm-hmm. And uh, something you could do for your pet. Uh, well, actually, you're doing some investigation for me before you ship it up to me in Canada yeah. to plug these things into an outlet. And thank you so much, Marion. Your husband is an electrical engineer and you shared this specific product. So we're doing some market research first before it gets shipped over to the border um, to me as well with an EMF reader, but it basically helps. You can do something like that to clean up your dirty electricity in your home. Mm-hmm. Putting like clothing on your dog might be really difficult and they're going to outgrow yeah. it. And uh, EMF clothing is really expensive. So I would try and just like clean up as much of the dirty electricity in your home as possible. You can actually, I've done this before. I actually take some of my uh, EMF clothing and actually like put it over, wrapped my router in it uh, if mm-hmm. you don't want to like turn your router off because you have things like your eight sleep hooked up to it things yeah. like that you can actually wrap your eight sleep up too with emf clothing to reduce the signal to you in your bedroom uh, cool. you can use the fabric in really cool ways actually so again yeah. multi-use yeah we are still on the hunt for really good material to create a faraday cage for our bed it's just a they- lot of money it's a lot of money Thousands. and it's like, yeah. And to find the right material and to be comfortable and breathable and all those things. And yeah. So I, I feel like that's going to be the next wave because sleep is so important as we all know. And like, you know, whether it be sleeping in something like the jumpsuit you're wearing in or, you know, getting some outlet, you know, things to plug in your outlets to protect the electricity while you sleep or creating a Faraday cage. Like, I think that's going to be the new wave as we kind of sort of come out of this pandemic style is like, how are we going to be able to create functional fashion for, you know, home living, back to office living, you know, still, still keeping in, in line with like, what our, our like health choices are to our personal preferences are on health and how to protect ourselves. So, um, so yeah, I think that's probably a great way to wrap it up. Uh, and, uh, and I, this was so exciting and so much fun. And I, uh, always have a wonderful time watching you zip up a hoodie over your head. It was quite amusing. And I hope everyone else enjoyed that as well. <laughs> Thanks for that. Uh, not a moment I'm proud of. <laughs> don't worry i only took like I, 14 screenshots i actually <laughs> never do that like i never actually do zip it up um but one of but the you can that, but you can, you can is the point you can yeah, the option. <laughs> um dave actually dave asprey actually mentioned to me uh, last year uh he's actually building something like a, a new mm-hmm. home that's like faraday style uh, but it's oh, really cool. difficult to do that and i have looked at the Uh, canopy options you're looking at like some clumpy pvc piping or like Mm -hmm. wooden rods to drape this mesh fabric over Uh, because basically you can put mesh fabric like a a really beautiful like mosquito netting canopy but i wonder about the quality of that will it end up tearing over time how do you clean it so and also it's really expensive you're looking at like two grand to set up an emf canopy canopy over your bed so that's why i elected to go the clothing route and the blanket route because then i can also wear it and uh, have it used in other areas of my home and have like the fabric i can use so that was a choice that i made but yes those canopies i do know people that do that they even put carbon paint on their wall but then you have to Mm -hmm. ground the carbon paint Mm -hmm. you can get like super intense with this stuff um, but I do think it's something important to be aware of. Yeah. And when you live in an apartment, it, you have less liberty to make some of these drastic like paint decisions. And so our eventual goal is to build our own biohacking home 
like very similar to probably what a Dave Asprey has and everything grounded, everything, you know, um, fully Faraday. And I, so that'll, that'll be fun, but that's going to be a project down the line. Yeah, definitely. You can spend an arm and a leg in this biohacking stuff, but uh, there are some key things and that's where Katie and I come in handy. We can help you figure all that cool stuff out. So if you enjoyed hearing more of Katie and I, you should follow us on the Beauty and the Biohacker podcast. You can learn more about the cool things Katie and I do together over at beautyandthebiohacker.com. And uh, you can actually work with Katie one-on-one for biohacking 101s and check out our YouTube channel, Katie type a on youtube super fun you'll actually find some interviews that katie and i did together we're like internet best friends who have never actually met in real life this is the year rachel (laughs) this is the year i know we've been saying that for the last two years girl but this is the year we're gonna meet all right i promise you that i will i will i'll we are gonna make this happen so one really awesome thing that came out of the (laughs) pandemic was meeting you katie and our awesome community members that follow us here on the beauty and the biohacker podcast. And also thank you for joining me here on the show, the Rachel Varga podcast. And I hope you enjoyed this session two of the Rachel Varga finishing school. There will be many more finishing (laughs) school style tips to come because we want to look our best. We want to like be as attractive as possible and not just with the skin, but like the whole freaking package, like the face, Mm -hmm. the hair, the body, the skin, the style, and how we are in the world by moving more radiantly, graciously, and, you know, being a high viber. It's all a good thing. So please subscribe, like, and share this episode. Subscribe here on YouTube, hit the bell, and subscribe on the podcast. The audio-only podcast is really where a lot of the gems of what I'm sharing is happening. And be sure to subscribe to my newsletter at rachelvarga.ca. And when you subscribe to my newsletter, you'll also get access to my rejuvenation planning guide and also my five steps to sophisticated skin. Love to hear what you thought about today's episode on the Rachel Varga podcast. I warmly invite you to email me at info at rachelvarga.ca. And especially if you have any podcast requests and drum roll, I am going to announce the winner of the 200th episode giveaway where I went through a number of your podcast request emails. I have opened every single one of them and I will one by one be actually responding to you one by one also. And I'm granting complimentary access to my going on right now winter skin camp program to jasmine jasmine actually jasmine is how you say your name thank you i'm a stickler for saying people's names correctly so jasmine i'm going to be sending you an email right after this you just won vip registration into my winter skin camp valued at 500 and $55. So if you want to join the fun, Yay. hang out with us in skin camp. Uh, the registration is open now also for springskincamp.com. That's Have so an amazing cool. rest of your day, everybody. Katie, awesome to look fabulous. See you. Yes, keep looking fabulous and fresh and just rock that silver, girl. You look so good in it. <laughs> I'm looking forward to like wearing wearing a skirt and dresses in <laughs> Northwest. it's it's gonna be nice uh you know putting on a bathing suit for like the first time and goodness knows how long as well so get that right. vitamin d get your yep. sunscreen from the inside out with some supplements that i offer as well have an amazing rest of your day everybody and we'll connect here right here on the rachel barker podcast and thanks for joining us katie love you so much <laughs>